BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm Bobby Kelly. And it's Big J Okerson. We're actually a full radio show on Sirius XM, not just a podcast. For full episodes of The Bonfire, you can listen on the Sirius XM app. Go to SiriusXM.com slash bonfire for a special offer. And now, The Bonfire, with Big J Okerson and Robert Kelly. Do me a favor, go more towards the end of the song so you can hear when he goes, Here and now, Shabba. You don't say Shabba. You're going to feel bad when he does. <laughs> you can keep going, skip ahead a little more. He's never going to say Shabba do. I'll bet you $7 million. <laughs> Seven million? <laughs> Seven million. You think I'd be here if I had seven million dollars? I'll take payments, <laughs> installments. Yeah, Netflix specials coming out. Things could all turn around tomorrow. You can, is that the end of the song? You can get to the last chorus. Make a bet. There it was. Said, Back up. Said, said Shabadoo. He didn't say Shabadoo. He said Shabadoo. Put your headphones on. He didn't say Shabadoo. Put your dumb headphones on. He ran now. I promise to love faithfully. Here we go. He doesn't go. He goes, ah, ooh. It wasn't a Shabadoo. It wasn't a Shabadoo. It wasn't a Shabadoo. It was not a Shabadoo. That's White Joe thinking like that. Yeah. White Jay. You want, Jay. You, you want Black Jay back? I want Black Jay back, man. How Damn. you going to get him? You can't get Black Jay back. Damn, when Keith found me, I was literally taking my pants off on stage. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. I don't remember that. He was in his set. In his underwear, hand up and hand. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I've told you this. I don't remember this. What? I had a great bit about uh, about doing. There's Black Jay. Uh, look at look at my Black Jay. <laughs> look at my boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but Hot Topics Jay sneaking no, out. No, it was sneaking list. in. It was sneaking in. It was a turning. <laughs> it's sneaking out. It was a turning time, but you could hear. I say and shit at the end of every sentence of this set. <laughs> Something, something, and shit. Here's my black jay. Dude, they used to cry. Look at this. And, and they used to. Uh, that was not what him and uh, Keith and Kev would just bust my balls for. If because Keith would be like, you have to do something besides just porn and dirty shit. He's like, have something else. And I was like, I don't have anything else. And then they call it the porn button. Like you can see if I get on stage, and I was like, 
guys, it's crazy, like yeah. the weather, right? They say global warming's happening, but blah, blah, blah. Like, who? I go, hey, who's sucking dick in here tonight? You see him do this in the back of the room, like, <laughs> porn button. Jay Panic starts talking porn. Uh, they weren't wrong. Oh, my goodness. There's uh, nothing worse than back in the day when you'd be on, on stage and you'd be doing your bit and you'd be killing and you look out and you see Keith in the hallway with Norton and uh, Patrice just judging you and you're up there you know f I'd be fucking a stool or whatever I was doing and mm -hmm. they'd just be looking at you with thumbs down oh boo. yeah he's the worst one time we, we got Voss remember how angry we got they'd Voss walk through, they'd walk through and say shut up while yeah. you're on stage mid joke yeah, yeah walk through, <laughs> shut up well, you know this is real shit who was really the worst Bob why he I, he opened up for me right mm-hmm in uh, Florida one time. <laughs> and he, you know, when Bob kills, he sits there and smokes a cigarette <laughs> and, and looks at you. Follow that? Yeah. And he's sitting there. <laughs> I'm struggling. I'm like, ah. oh, yeah, man. There's good things going on, huh? <laughs> a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. Bob's sitting there. He's, He's thoroughly enjoying my bombing. Uh, that happened. Uh. That happened in Amsterdam too, because they had, we did that show, and they have uh, the Black Knight called the uh, Bomb, and it was Saturday late show, black show at the cafe. Pat Patrice, no, it was in the theater. Patrice, okay. Keith, and this black comic—I don't know who it was—was was supposed to come, but they didn't have. Uh, she didn't get her passport, so he's struggling. The guy's flipping out. Who put this show? It's sold out. It's a black show. And Keith's like, put dumb Bob up. He does black shows in New York. I did, you know, the cellar on, I mean, the Boston on Sundays. He's like, he'll be fine. He's like, I, I don't know. It's a, it's a black show. He's like, fuck. They got him to put me up. And I went out. <laughs> I think I was wearing my evening gown. I, I was wearing my evening gown. I think that was that night. I was wearing my evening yeah. gown. I, yeah, I, let's bomb. also do a black show. Hey, as long as you get your bell bottoms on. As long as you're just like an asshole, you should come do this. So I remember I went out and uh, the guy was real nervous. I went out, Jay, I fucking killed. Yeah? I killed so bad, they started chanting my name. Bobby, Bobby, Bobby. And, and, but with that accent, Bobby, Bobby. I look off to the, I look off to the right. Keith's going on after me. I remember I was coming off stage. They were chanting my name. I killed so hard. And Keith is like doing shadow boxing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think you're ready, huh? And Shit. then fucking Patrice just pushed Keith out of the yeah, way. He goes, excuse me, sir. Pushed him out of the way. He goes, sir, Mr. Kelly, please come this way. <laughs> I was an amazing set, Mr. Kelly. And oh, he, they were chanting his yeah. stupid name. Oh, I was angry as shit. <laughs> well, it's funny. I've always said that when, uh, and this isn't a, a, a Keith bombing story by any stretch at all, but when we met, me and Keith met, it was at the airport on the way to do a gig that Michael Blackson, was on. I, I stopped doing Cutco Knives that day. <laughs> I was like, well, I guess I'm going to miss the third day of Cutco uh, training. And I go <laughs> and I met Keith, and Keith said he'd seen me at the cellar before. I didn't know Keith at all, and I opened for him on this show. And Keith did great. There wasn't a Keith didn't do great, but I had those like people falling out of their chair because I took my clothes set. off. And a way better set. No, it wasn't better. It was just a. Di I'm taking my clothes off. Keith's doing bits. Yeah. <laughs> like he's like doing comedy. I was doing, but I was in those times. You couldn't tell me anything because 
as as Keith's going, he's sitting down, he's trying to give me advice. He's like, hey, you got to come to New York and you got to blah, blah, blah. And he's like, you know, you work on, he even goes, he goes, the stuff with like the taking off the pants, like, hey, it's funny, but anyone can do it. And he's doing the whole thing. And I'm like, yeah. and just as he's talking to me constantly, morbidly obese black women are like, mm, can we take a picture with you? And I'm like, excuse me, uh, Keith, is it? Excuse me. I got to go over and take a picture in front of like an airbrush Tupac backdrop or something. And I keep coming back over to uh, Keith and I'm like, what are you saying again? And I went outside to shit talk Keith to Kev. I called Kev and I go, this dude's in there telling me I got to stop doing this that we should go to New York. And and he goes, uh, oh, yeah, no, I talked to him, too. I think he's, like, legit, like, in the scene. And I was like, I'm oh. legit. What was that, Fetafol or something? I really, Keith, like, in the beginning, I was like, this guy's in there saying, he doesn't even, I just took, he didn't take pictures with more than four morbidly obese black women. <laughs> <laughs> And then but we came that up, was my black game. Dude, what a rude awakening, though, when I came to New York. That's what was the funniest, because Kurt was so, Kurt was being Kurt Metzger in black rooms and doing okay to fine to terrible, uh, whatever it would be. I learned how to do really a kill in those rooms. And then Keith brought us right to New York, and I'm going on at 2 in the morning at the Boston Comedy Club for four French people and a disinterested <laughs> couple, and I'm going like, P. Diddy's crazy, huh? P. Diddy, man, that guy will... That guy will uh, be on any song. Yeah, you can't even P. take. Diddy. You can't even take your clothes off because it's just weird and perverted. He's that, already said that, don't. Not a crowd. <laughs> it's just four people and you're naked. <laughs> I would have. I absolutely would. But I was. I don't know if I ever told Keith. I don't know if you even know this one. So when you said that, to stop, you know, like ah, taking your clothes off is not really doing stand-up comedy. And I took that so to heart. But I was so used to going at very least on Thursday nights the at the. Laugh House. I mean, I took my club. Nobody wanted to go after that because it would destroy uh, so hard. And then when Keith told me to stop doing it, I um, I was like, yeah, it's because it's not real comedy. But I was like, I need something big because like I like getting off stage <laughs> to that. Like, so funny how I don't know how to close comedy shows now at all. I'm just like, so uh, you guys are awesome, man. Thanks. <laughs> but at that time, it was like you needed that explosion and be like, oh, nice Big J, fucking good night. I and hate. I hate. Ending the shows now too because I fucking end them at the wrong. I'm like I get the laugh and then I go one more. Me too. I one, enjoy it and myself I, and I'm like I'm like ah. And then uh, I well one more. That's it. I guess, and, yeah. And then I go I I the other night I just went hey guys good good to be here. <laughs> and then they were looking at me like is that it? I was like fucking bye. Yes bye. <laughs> fucking I suck. I have no idea. I fucked up. I ended the wrong. I did baseball stadiums with Bird all summer. Even when I'm done, I say my last joke when I could. It gets a good laugh, and you can go, "Hey, you guys have been amazing." They laugh, and I go, "Can I do?" Uh... Nah, there's not really time. Hey guys, thank you so much for it's just like yeah. a real genuine uncomfortable endings. But I, I used like to. It. But I used to wanted to get that big explosion, and I didn't think my jokes were that good. Yeah, I kind of knew that, and I remember there was just the one day uh, I wore. Keith wasn't there for this, but I I wore a string. I've told you this, Bobby. I think around my neck and taped it right above my nips, like taped it down <laughs> with extra string on either side. <clears throat> so in my bag, I brought two giant tin foil rings, huge. And I, right before I went on stage, I tied the rings to the string, so it looks like the joke is they're obviously like 12-inch uh, big nipple rings would be the joke. I didn't have a joke. I just did my, I did my whole set standing like this, so I hoping nobody would see these rings. 
just so at the end of the set I can go, guys, real quick, before I get out of here, I got some new piercings. Tell me if they're too much. And I just lifted the shirt. and they... He was always <laughs> white, Jay. I, dude, I had to. I don't know why I was so afraid. And then when I brought back the getting undressed thing to go against two Ray in a contest, it was in front of not the hip-hop crowd, black crowd. And I'll tell you what, uh, paying money, uh, Mars Chestnut-looking black crowd, does not want to watch a fat white guy in Carl Kanai shoes or pants get, take his pants off, and they did not enjoy that at there all. There were different types, you know, different crowds. I want, yeah. I want to get into this with you. What? Who formed Comedy Express and why? <laughs> okay, I, listen, you were in a comedy gang no. back, back in the late, early 90s or late no. 80s. As the early 80s. Early um, Mid 80s. Mid 80s. And he's six. Yeah. Well, Jay was wa- uh, doing tummy time, sucking on his thumb, having fun watching TV while his mom was getting banged out by somebody. And cop. I was in. Whoa, probably, man. A cop. probably a cop. Yeah, probably a cop. I was in juvie jail. <laughs> you, were in a, you were in a comedy gang in Philly, Comedy <laughs> Express. My favorite. Why? Why? First of all, why? Second of all, was there a leader? Third of all, who came up with the jackets? Why jackets? Definitely Keith on jackets, I'm going to say. Jackets, everything. The whole thing was me. <laughs> the whole thing? Yeah. You were the leader? Yes. And you came up with the, we need to get jackets that say Comedy Express. No, my cousin Nick did. He came up with it. Comedy Express, by the way, uh, it branched out from this. Didn't eventually, was like- East Coast Wal- Express. Wasn't, is that what it was? It became East yeah. Coast, because you had Warren Thompson was in that too? You- no, Warren Hutchinson. Warren Hutchinson, that's what, yeah. One hundred and Wanda was in it. Wanda has a jacket. She didn't get a jacket. Oh, because she's a woman. Yeah, no, we don't give a woman on. Jackets. Yeah, you don't give women a satin jackets. jacket. <laughs> yeah, they got a purse or something. You right? gotta earn a satin jacket. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta hit, you gotta hit, you gotta fight to get the satin. You had a woman of bras or something like that. Comedy Express <laughs> panties. They got panties with American <laughs> yeah, flags no, on them. Panties on a stick. So, so you started this thing, and was it was it was going to be like a a big company for you? Was that your deal? It, or was it, it to protect each other back it, in Philly? It, no, it did turn out as, as a big company. What? They booked all over. I mean, been the biggest comedy acts and the groups around now. From Comedy Express? Yeah. Are you fucking out of your mind? That's crazy. You're That's crazy. That's crazy thing to say. Are you okay? <laughs> Guys, can we call some? Are you all right? Are you having another stroke? What do you mean? Well, you got Wanda, for sure. Oh, right, you got Wanda. Name the other one. Warren Hutchinson, no, big writer. Warren Hutchinson, big writer. Okay. Tony Woods. Okay. Um, Tony Woods was in Comedy Express. Yeah. Did he have a jacket? No, he wanted one, but <laughs> Comedy um, Comedy Express won against um, BT? the DC. Wanted oh. um, um, I forget the name of that group. Was that Wanda and Warren Hutchinson? No. That was Chris Thomas. Okay. And all those guys. So you had other comedy gangs that you guys went up against. Yeah. Like Fat the Doctor? War- Did you have to take on the Fat, Fat Doctor? Fat Doctor, maybe. Yeah. All those guys. DC was funny. Sure. All DC was funny as hell. Right. We went there to, I forget the name of the place. And I bombed up front. My mouth got all dry. <laughs> <laughs> and I had so many dry mouth experiences. <laughs> But yeah, we started out like that, man. 
Who was in Philly that was still in that? Did Ronnie Long get into that at one point? Yes. Yeah, he was around. Everybody in Philly, we made people audition for us. How? They come in the house and. Oh, God. You guys sit in your satin jackets? (laughs) Did you have. Bring it. Did you have yeah. did you have sat do you have like satin robes at the house? <laughs> no, no. Comedy Express robes. Your downtime Comedy Express satin robes. You just sat there with hard-ons under your robes. <laughs> Make me laugh, motherfucker. Yeah, they, you know. It was good. It was a good thing. Well, what was the yeah. idea? Everyone's kind of helped each other out or something. Was there a manager well, involved? Because the white comics was bugging me. Yeah. Cuz they were, you know, white comics get real. They were real arrogant at the time. Right. This one guy in particular just bugged me. Who? I can't. Come on, no, you can say his name. You can say his name. He's, he's not, not famous, but who is it? That's why it's hilarious. Come on, he's not going to hear it. No, nah, we're it, not going to clip this and put this on Instagram and then collab with everybody and that guy. Mouth the words. <laughs> no, no, David no. Brenner. Yeah. yeah. What's his name? His name was. Come on. Uh, what's his name? Colin Quinn. Jerry Saint. Was it? <laughs> no. Who was it? Of course. Come on, don't be an no. asshole. Just say it. Big Daddy Graham. <laughs> Who was it? Big Daddy was a man. He was a man. Who was it? Was he the guy? Nobody knows. Billy Burr. No, it wasn't Bill's from Boston. Uh, The Geeter, Jerry Blavitt. (laughs) And the Geeter with the Heater, whatever the Heater with the Geeter. Come on, who was it? Just name him. Wayne. 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 Who? That's that's Fetterman. Carter. Yeah. 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 We got it. I'm Wayne, such a historian of is comedy. It Wayne Carter? I think Wayne, so. Oh, is it Carter or Fetterman? It could be. It could be even Wayne. But, <laughs> you didn't like you it. You know. Why did he bug you? He just had a were comics they, voice. Were they dividing? Like, uh, was there a black circuit in Philly in the like mid '80s? Even. Which is yes. Rooms. Guy looks like a mentally handicapped was, Gary Gullman. <laughs> but um. Oh, the yeah. comedy circuit was... Yeah, there he is. You had every reason. He looks like white Pablo Francisco. <laughs> Doesn't he look it like... It was funny, though. He um, hosted um, Comic Trip Live in LA. Yep. Okay. It became the TV show on Fox. Yeah, it was very funny. Mm-hmm. But, but why'd he bug you? Well, he would, like, pick all the white guys out and Hey, there's a gig over here, there's a gig over here, you know. Yeah. He would give them all the gigs. Yeah. Well, the white comedy was also, they were all very shticky, too. It was very, like... Yes, you had so to he did, he It was did, a type of comedy that was, like, one-note <laughs> one kind of genre. He did what all the black comics were doing with black comics. He did with white comics. Yeah. Don't bring your white shit in there. <laughs> he, goes, he goes, they were called Comedy Expresser. <laughs> no, they were Comedy Express O. <laughs> no, but it, yeah, it was in my head more than anything. Sure. Yeah. Chip on your it shoulder. Wasn't, yeah, and a chip on my shoulder. Being from South Philly, all we did was getting race rides with white guys. Yeah. Right. Tenth and Tasker, right? Yeah. Tasker Projects? Yeah. Why would you get, what? What? oh, with like Italian guys or something? No, Irish, Italian. You it just, just got- was what it was. I'm telling you, my father grew up in the same thing. It's hilariously like, it was that. And it was like, you can run a block. And then as soon as you cross the street onto the right block, right. 15 of your people were like, no, they wouldn't even chase you. If you got off the block, 
You're done. You're yeah. home free. No, yeah. you're home free. It's like it we're like, not crossing over into there because then they'll we'll be chased right back. Yeah. It was like, it was like tag or something. Yeah, and it's I, but there was also there was a civil war you of can, whites going on also, so it wasn't yeah. all just black. Well, I'm gonna tell you what, Italians and the, uh, hated the Irish. Yes, Irish hated the Italians, mm-hmm. and they would go at it. Yeah. You Until know. they all started fucking eventually, and then there's no such thing as a bunch of freckly Sicilians. <laughs> <laughs> nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. And nobody wants cabbage with sauce. <laughs> cabbage with yeah, gravy. Yeah, that was, that's what it was. So when I came into the comedy world, now you can imagine going into comedy in 1984. Yeah. Like, uh, black music all my life. Soon as I went up in the comedy um, factory outlet, I learned Huey Lewis in the news. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? Who's this Huey Lewis? <laughs> well, because at the time, like of the rap music, they're not. It, it would have to be like pop, like Bust a Move type shit. It wouldn't be. Yeah. Like, it wouldn't be like Public Enemy or like Melly. Public Mal. Enemy came a little later on, but it was it, the white club was playing white music. Mm-hmm. Born in the U.S. What the fuck is going on? Well, men at work bugged you? Yeah. All, 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 all of them. Johnny. You know, all that. I'm like, oh, shit. That is the thing. Black comics do have a hilarious working knowledge of white music usually just from like being in like those clubs being that that's where I, yeah i mean I, i'm racist when it comes to music i know i've driven black with, only I've driven, I've driven with you is that why you tortured all your all us white comics black only but it started to chip away at my black soul it was the only thing i had going was i could listen if if keith uh and kev fell asleep in the car while i was driving home i got to listen to my white music i got to put on some white music for myself yeah but i you know but that's what it was. It's like, boom. Who's doing? Who's doing this special with you? Netflix, right? Yes. So it's it's you're doing Tuesday night. Rachel. Dumb Rachel's doing oh, Monday. Right. Well, she's a mother, so. <laughs> Maybe a there's, a lot, there's a lot of dumb mothers out there. Yeah. Keith says she's not a good mother to her face. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's literally the worst. No, Rachel. You don't love your baby. <laughs> Ra- Rachel's on on a Monday. Mine's on a Tuesday. Hell yeah. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Real quick, let's talk about one of our awesome sponsors over here at the Bonfire, and that is Metro by T-Mobile. Mmm. Isn't it obnoxious when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine printer bills that seem to go up for no dang reason at all? I hate that. Actually, brands usually want me to say a lot of yada yada when I do ads like this. But at Metro by T-Mobile, there's nada yada yada. That means no contracts, no price hikes, no surprises. They don't even want me to speed through the legal, so here it is. When they say no price hikes when you join, they mean your price will never increase for talk, text, and smartphone data plans. Their only exclusions are for limited-time promos, per-use charges, and third-party services. I guess that really is nada, yada, yada. Go to Metro by T-Mobile right now and switch while you can. That's Metro by T-Mobile 
Nada, yada, yada. You don't think I'm a sports guy. Oh. But I am a sports guy, but you don't have to be a stats guy. You don't have to be an expert. You don't have to know everybody to use this. And I'm excited. Prize picks, Prize picks dude. I get, to, I get to actually go on and have fun. It is with, self-explanatory. With sports, and it's easy to use, even f- if you're an expert. If, but if you're a novice like me, football season, it may be over, but the action on the floor is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Quite simply, this is easy enough for Chicks and Bob to use. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks right now. America's number one fantasy sports <laughs> app. Gamble on it. <laughs> and Bob, where you can turn your hoop knowledge into serious cash. I don't have that much knowledge, but you know what? You don't need it. You can now win up to 100 times your money on Prize Picks with as little as four correct picks. I know what that means. Yeah. Well, it's pretty amazing. You're just going against the projected stats yeah. of two to six players. It's great. A more or less. That's it. So if they say LeBron James, uh, 30 points tonight, you're picking you he's going to get more or less than that more, only. That's it. Quick 31 points, you win. Yep. 29 points, you lose. Yeah. 30 points, I think, is a push. And you know what? You can turn $10 into thousands of dollars, which I love with the NBA, NHL, college basketball entries today. Listen, conference tournaments are here, which means the biggest moments in college basketball are, are getting closer. Be part of the action on prize picks for both men and women and, and Bob. Bob. College basketball prize picks even uh, offers injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets hurt. Tomorrow's uh, live show, I would say Bobby's projected farts are four. I'm going to go with more than that. Oh, my God. I'm hitting the over on Bob Farts on Monday. Yeah. yeah. So you want to be in on this? Download the app today and use code BONFIRE for a first deposit match up to $100. That's code BONFIRE, B-O-N-F-I-R-E, for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Hey, real quick, let's talk about one of our amazing sponsors over here at the Bonfire, and that is Babbel, everybody. You know, one in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 150 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college, and Babbel has over 10 million subscriptions sold to date. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Bobby. What's up, Jay? How are you? I am doing bueno. Bueno. Yeah. That's what I learned from Babbel so far. I learned one Bueno. Want to know what I learned from Babbel? Buenos noches. Non paletano, molto bene. What? Scusi. You watch your mouth. Bueno note. Omerta. Buenos Aires. <laughs> La Costa Nostra. Roberto. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash bonfire. Get 55% <laughs> off at babbel.com slash bonfire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bonfire. Rules and restrictions may apply. When we were doing Colin Quinn's thing, this is what a piece of shit Keith is. I don't know why you're, I, I'm even friends with you. We're driving to do Colin Quinn's drive-in theater, the HBO thing, during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Rachel had talked to Keith and said, hey, will you guys pick me up? And he's like, yeah, we'll pick you up. So we're driving to the gig. We get all the way there. We park. And then Rachel's like, 
calls and she goes, hey, where are you guys? <laughs> Keith said, you pick me up. He goes, ah, fuck her. <laughs> we were at the gig. She had to get her own ride there. And then, so she's so mad. She's like, why the fuck wouldn't you pick me up? Like, I didn't know. So after the show, he's like, all right, well, we're going to drive. We're going back. <laughs> we're going back into the city to go to the cellar to have food and shit. And he goes, all right, we'll meet you over there. And he didn't tell me. So we just left. So we got to the, I'm sitting down eating out front. All of a sudden, Rachel comes up. What the fuck, guys? <laughs> he told her we were going to meet her in the parking lot and never told me and just said, go ahead, take off. <laughs> well, God got him back because one day they did drop off Rachel Feinstein and then got arrested. <laughs> you know, that, Keith uh, got arrested. The thing, why Rachel is such a dum-dum? <laughs> like, you know, they, I got, everybody knows the story. But the cops give me a good beating. <laughs> I go to the hospital. Dumb cab goes to them, you know, holding cell. Mm -hmm. Dumb cab gets his Snickers bar taken by a homeless guy. That was <laughs> That's a rookie mistake. He wrestled him, wrestled him to the ground, took his Snickers bar. <laughs> and then so when I got back in there, I went to the cell. Kev left about nine ten in the morning. Rachel comes through. Mm -hmm. She has a cheeseburger. She gives me the cheese. She said, "Can I give him this?" She gave me the cheeseburger, and then she's like looking around, all suspicious. <laughs> Look inside the burger. Like what? <laughs> what? Look inside. I look, it was a note in there. It was a nail file. <laughs> it, was a file. <laughs> it was a note. We gonna get you out of here. I'm like, what the fuck? You just said that. <laughs> yeah, it was a note. <laughs> There's a note in your burger. Uh, Ew. That, that's a rookie mistake. Um, buddy, Life is buddy, full buddy, of challenges, but it's also full of rewards, <laughs> like trying to keep your kids entertained on a road trip. That can be challenging, right, Keith? You right. thought packing video games and getting arrested by the cops would be enough, but it's not. It's nope. a rookie mistake. Save your sanity with Snickers, a special treat for good behavior. Let's say you finally got that challenging project done at work. You're feeling pretty good about yourself. You know what? You're thinking you deserve a treat, a cookie, a fancy latte, not maybe a hamburger with a note in it that he's gonna, they're going to get you out. No, that's nope. another rookie nope, mistake. No, rookie mistake. Nothing satisfies quite like a Snickers. Now it's game day. The game's coming over. You're entertaining. Everything is planned from dips to dinner, but dessert recipe, whoops, yeah, it didn't work out so well. Another rookie mistake. Thankfully, you got a stash of Snickers. Maybe your team didn't win, but your dessert sure did. Sometimes... All it takes is a Snickers bar to come back from life's little challenges. Rookie mistake. Maybe you just need a Snickers. Snickers, the official chocolate bar sponsor of the NFL. Check out Snickers.com slash NFL to learn more. Wow. Rookie mistake. I'll tell you what was funny. I'll tell you it was a rookie mistake uh, having such broke friends, Keith, because I, Kev brought me Keith's car, and he goes, drive it back up and uh he's seeing the judge so he'll be out like tonight so drive up to get him so i drove back up to new york to pick up uh keith and then everyone's there to bail out keith did everyone i think rachel uh brought a, a maxwell house can of change <laughs> buddy bolton had a sock full of sacajawea dollars it was fucking insane what showed up to get him out. then uh then the baby's mom shows up with keith's brother who's a pastor he's got the 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 whole uh, outfit on us. It, it was such a crazy scene showing up for Keith uh, after that thing. But yeah, they and you were commando. 
because uh, you shit your pants. Yeah, they kicked you till you shit your pants. No, I had a, I had eight um, uh, McDonald's. My, you know, bubble sure. guts. And my stomach was bubbling up, <laughs> and the cop kicked the bubble right out of my yeah, stomach. Yeah, like kicking your stomach. <laughs> Gave me a nice sweet kick right in the stomach. So you're shooting your special uh, Tuesday night. It's uh, December nineteenth. Nineteenth at Sony Hall. Two shows. You got two shows. You going? You can you take off of your show, Bobby? One Tuesday. I'll tell. I'm going to his show to go see. Let's Keith. go. We'll go together. We should uh, all 100%. go. We should all go. You gonna get us tickets? Or we have to buy tickets. You gotta buy tickets. No, you get tickets, man. Come on. I went you get to your, the tickets, man. I went to your last one. It was great. I went to your premium blend. I never did premium blend. What'd you do? What am I, fucking rookie? Did you do, what'd you do? A half hour? You did a half hour? I did a half, half hour. hour. Oh, sorry. I went I'm to your sorry. half hour. I went to your half hour. You taped yeah. with Russman. You have Russman Eve taped the same yes. night. Yeah. I, you I came that. out, you made a mistake. They made you redo a joke. No, they never made, made Russ. Oh, yeah, that's right. They made Russ redo a joke. You came out in your dumb I don't suit. write shit down. I have it in my head. Yeah, when we, I, we know. Yeah, I take it from the dome, yo. Fuck yeah, yeah dude, yo, the black dome piece, dude. back, baby. Yeah, what are you writing a bunch of bullshit <laughs> yeah, down, dude? Yeah, that's probably... <laughs> the problem is that a pandemic happens, and then three months later, I go to headline, and I go, I don't remember anything I said <laughs> before. <laughs> I have to relearn an entire hour of comedy that I don't remember. Or you go up at a roast, and you bomb so bad, because you didn't write anything. You just <sighs> put was. something on a napkin. In fairness, Keith was set up to fail at that roast. They wanted him to do bad. They wouldn't have laughed if it was good. I, I 100% learned, not. I no learned way. that lesson from you guys. No, I said this. I'll never forget this moment when I watched that's, that happen. No, that's untrue. Okay, sure. That's untrue. Okay. Fucking untrue. Whoa. No, because you, I don't want him cutting Nurse slack. Nurse Kelly is getting real. Did, Nurse Kelly. Jay, Jay, untrue. He, As I live and breathe. He, he went up on the other roast. There was a roast before that that he went up and just winged it and killed. Mm -hmm. That's why. He thinks he can just go up and wing the fucking roast. He could have. Okay. This one, Ben Bailey went and wrote holy shit jokes yeah. and smashed this cocksucker. Before oh, that was him. the Kev breaking off the wing and flying yeah. the. God damn it. It's really one of the best roast jokes I've ever heard. One of the best God roast jokes ever. Damn it. And, <laughs> and this piece of shit rolled in thinking he was going to follow that and didn't. And halfway through, you see him reaching his pocket and grabbing, oh, you want written jokes? And he had a joke and he read it and that bomb. <laughs> then he almost told, he almost hit Esty in the face, almost punched her. Yeah. Yeah, because she went up to grab you and you were, get the fuck out of here. You yelled at Esty. <laughs> and then they turned the lights out and he goes, I'll fucking stay up here all night. Remember that? I remember Dante sitting looking. Yeah. I wanted to fight Dante and another big guy. <laughs> no, but uh. you, you said something to Ben. You went, uh, I'm telling you right now and Ben went, oh, what? And he was like, uh, nothing. Remember that? <laughs> no, I don't know. Uh, you took a hot one. It was great. He deserves every second of it. He's the meanest person we know. That same roast. I don't know if it was Norton or Ben Bailey. They had one of the best jokes, too, about uh, Todd Lynn because he had, like, the bad arm. Yeah. And they were like, Todd Lynn's been working out. You could tell because he's been doing push-ups and working out. You could tell because the left side of his face is all scuffed up from the ground. <laughs> <laughs> it may have been Norton made it to that, but it was so funny. That sounded like a Norton one. Yeah, because the left side of his face. Oh, I took it, man. I've had the most classic bombs. <laughs> You've had ever. some of the best bombs ever. Remember, ever. Remember the night you fired Frosty because you took a hot one? Yeah. <laughs> was, that a, was that the college yeah, was we the all college. did? The college. The college. Bobby? Bye. Bobby? That's why I don't like Bob. He d Bobby? dominated colleges and he'd bring you to go up there and you're like 
yeah, go eat shit. It doesn't matter. Whatever you do, I'm going to go up there and sexy guy them. The first time I went with Bobby, they gave him an award for like comic of the decade or something. Well, this is when I fir- the, one of the first colleges I ever did. People don't know this. I was at Bunker Hill Community College to be an art teacher. I was in. I started doing <laughs> uh, art teacher. I was. Oh I was going to be an art teacher. I is that was, why you buy those p- bell-bottom pants? <laughs> I'm going to be a sexy professor. I started Alan the Monkeys, right? The improv group. So wait a minute, ha- you started a group too. I started, yeah, but we didn't get jackets. <laughs> yeah. I got a, also, I, Bobby I, started I, a group that's, that's called uh, Alan the Monkey. He started a group and gave somebody else the head title. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> yeah, Al and the monkeys. Yeah. What about Bob, Bob and the monkeys? <laughs> so I, I, Bob is he's dumb. So, he goes, I'm starting my own group, <laughs> Al and the monkeys, yeah, with I, me I, and Al. No, you know the story. And Dan and a guy. So, so the school all was going up to the uh, Northeast Convention for NACA, mm-hmm. and I, I wanted to get us to. We could. I was like, let us work the school. They're like, you have to be a NACA for us. To pay you to do your own college. NAC is the convention you go to to perform, and all the colleges right. bid so on you to. I had book to. You. I go. They go. Why don't you come with us, representing Bunker Hill Community College to the, the the whatever it's called, the convention, and so I went up there, and I as a college student representing my college, so I went up there and I went to the comedy show to get. I need to know how to do this. Mm-hmm. Guess who is hosting? Marty Putz. <laughs> well, kind of. Keith, Keith, he was a putz. Keith Robinson. Keith Robinson. I'm front row. I'm enamored. This guy comes out, fucking killing, front of the, all these calls. I'm sitting up, I'm laughing. Clean, squeaky clean? Uh, clean, killing it. Oh, clean. You were a little clean. You weren't bad. You have to do clean Yeah, he, he was pretty clean. I, I mean, dude. I think I went on the stage, the big and small. Dude, <laughs> it was the craziest shit I've ever seen. I am, so I ran out to catch him because I wanted to get advice from this guy I just saw. I He gets in the elevator with some chick and he, he just did, I don't know, an hour. He's hosting for an hour and he's looking like he's Elvis after a two-hour show. Like he's sweaty, lean. He's leaning on her. She's fanning him off in the elevator. I get on the elevator and I had my flyer that I made with my group, Alan the Monkey's <laughs> name on it and our, our bio, right? And I, I was like, hey, man, I, you remember this? And I was like, hey, uh, you know, I'm trying to be a stand-up. I'm trying to, I got this comedy group. And, uh, and he's just staring at me, leaning on this girl. Do you remember what you said? What? <laughs> That's cool. Nah. You went, yeah, player. All right. All right with that. And then he got <laughs> off the elevator. <laughs> I have I like, like it. I didn't like you since the day I met you. I, I like <laughs> it. I love that. I'll tell you, though, when you were part of the ball bust, like when you were part of doing it, giving it out, like on the side of uh, on the side of evil, it was fantastic. And one of the one of my favorite, like I said, top ten, like belly laughs of my life was laughing was uh, me and Keith. I think Kev was on this too. I think we all went. You let us do a spot in front of you at a college here in New York. All right. And oh, yeah. Sean McLean, who passed away, late Sean McLean, um, did a set in front, and he dressed up for it. He wore, like, nice clothes. And he used to have a joke, uh, Sean, that was about, like, dancing at clubs now is basically, like, uh, having sex. 
And he does this whole thing where he's like getting down the ground. He's like, whoa, whoa, hold on, baby. Give me a shoehorn or something. Well, somebody give me, oh, it's like rodeo. Somebody give, and he's laying on the ground. And by it ends with him like humping the ground on his, like laying on his stomach. It was F-I-T. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's humping his stomach. And he gets up. The, the stage was dirty as hell. The crowd's not laughing while he's on the floor at all. And he, the sound of him getting up and then dusting off his clothes and going like, so that's my thing with dancing at clubs, man. <laughs> Just us laughing at that. Yeah. I remember, he goes, so yeah, that's my thing with dancing and collecting. Yeah. That's that <laughs> hey. joke. That's how that joke goes. Who was oh, the, that was funny. Uh, nice you got, you got to understand, from the day I met him in that elevator and he rejected me and just walked off the elevator, <laughs> to then that day when I did the, my, one of my first colleges with you and they had my photo up, not yours. Oh, that's you, the firing, right? You almost that, you fired right. he, fired, he fired Matt in the car on the way home. Get out of here. <laughs> I was so happy. Do you understand that? Yeah, play whatever. Oh, man. Bobby was so cute. His yeah. comedy was cute. Yeah, yeah, Bob. Handsome Bob. Bobby did this for you. He was, play with your marshmallows. You did it. It was, marshmallows. Oh, with marshmallows. Marshmallows. I love baby talk. Patrice would. You want to hammer hot, you with that all the time. You, you want you hot chocolate? It was hot chocolate with marshmallows. With, yeah, with, oh, she'd say, you want hot chocolate with marshmallows? She'd go, you want hot chocolate with marshmallows? I swear to God he would do that and then say goodnight and girls just pulled their tits out. <laughs> yes. You might remember Bob from, his, uh, from the crew that he started, Al and the Monkeys. God damn it, that's funny. Uh, should we take our last yeah, break Yeah, we'll take here? our last break. Keith Robinson is going to be taping his Netflix special at Sony Hall in New York City on Tuesday, December 19th. Get tickets at SonyHall.com. You have to go see this guy film the special. Rachel is on Monday night. Yeah. But if you have a choice, go see Keith, right? Is that no. Go see both of them. All right, me go see and both Rachel. Them. All right, go see but both But the of odds them. of that are low, so go see Keith. Yeah, yeah. the odds are <laughs> Thank you. Thank Bobby's going to be in Baltimore this week, and I'm going to be in Philly at the live casino, everybody. Let's. I seen your dumb name on there. The stupid billboard? Yeah, the yeah, live yeah, the Saturday. It should be. Why does it it's probably Because it's probably a picture like this. <laughs> he doesn't. I'll tell you why. It was White Jay on that picture. Uh, you don't like White Jay? He doesn't like White Jay. <laughs> We're going to get Black Jay. Uh, uh, come not to like White like, Jay. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, I got to get back in some pose like yeah. this. <laughs> you know that <clears throat> when you took us to that girl, Angela, me and kept to do our first headshots ever. Yeah. Who used to work at the cellar, that girl. That uh, we made that the shirt we sold for my special I did in Vegas. I was like Elvis. Remember with the collar oh, yeah. out and stuff and the chest hair? It's so bad. He, you know, Big Jay loves you so much. Oh, yeah. I yeah, wouldn't do comedy if it wasn't for Keith. Yeah, I don't like you. I like you. I like you a little. <laughs> yeah, I know very yeah. little. Yeah. <laughs> I literally met Keith the day I was stopping doing comedy to do Cutco knives <laughs> until I went back to school. Oh, there it is. Uh, There's that guy. There he is. That is one hell of a, man. That picture meant everything to me. <laughs> I was it. like, I look like Dane Cook, and then everyone was like, No, you don't. You look like Dane Cook now. <laughs> 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 we'll be right back. It's the bonfire. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. That was just a portion of our actual Sirius XM radio show. If you want the whole thing, go to SiriusXM.com slash bonfire for a special offer. That's right. And go to BigJComedy.com and RobertKellyLive.com to check out our stand-up dates. Coming to a city near you. Crackle, crackle. <laughs> 
Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, what's going on? This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Everybody needs a little help in life. Uh, I've been going to therapy for years, and BetterHelp is an amazing way to do it. Why? Because you need a neutral place. You need somewhere to go to set your goals, to have somebody help you, guide you, focus you on achieving the things you want to get to. A lot of days, people wake up and try to white-knuckle life. That's not the way to do it. And sometimes there's a lot of stuff you can't talk to about my wife. I can't talk to her with friends. I need a neutral place where I can say and be honest and let it all out and let the heavy load of life off my shoulders with somebody who's professional. And that's where BetterHelp stays in. The best way to squeeze the special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy, it can help you find what matters to you so you can do more in life. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, which is awesome, designed to be convenient and flexible and suited to your schedule, not theirs. Just fill out a brief questionnaire. You, you get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime you want. There's no additional charge. If you don't like that person, find somebody you vibe with, which is important, at no extra charge. Here's the deal. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash bonfire. Today, you get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash bonfire. Go now. Become a better person.